baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Happy Friday. Boy, does it feel good to say that. I hope your Friday is starting off well and that you also have some great weekend plans in store. We have a lot to talk about during the course of the broadcast today. (laughs) Boy, does it start off with a bang. I've said plenty of times that politics corrupts everything. We've got a fresh example on today's broadcast, and I'm sure it's not going to surprise very many of you at all. One of the things I like to do on this broadcast is to provide a very different perspective, a transcendent view of things, and I try not to get buried in the muck and mire of, frankly, things that you can find elsewhere. There are a couple of things distinctly that I want to share with you on today's broadcast. One of them about what is going on with men. I've said plenty of times. We've got a lot of narratives out there. And one of them is the idea that somehow, you know, women are struggling, that women are not making enough money. And and yet at the same time, I've made the argument here that men are in trouble. We're going to touch on one aspect of this, a story brought to my attention by a good friend of mine a few days ago. Also, since it is Friday, we have Faith Focus Friday coming up. And one of the things that I think it's really vitally important that we understand is that our foundations have to be solid. And I think as we look back to the beginning of this country, this country was started by people who were looking for religious freedom. So they had a a spiritual perspective on things. But what's really interesting is our very foundations are under attack not just within our country, within our schools, within our society, within media. It's under attack in churches. Some interesting information from George Barna. We will discuss a little bit later on in the broadcast. So I'm going to give you a heads up because I think these are two very important subjects. One of them, that we have men who are healthy, The other, if the church is going to indeed provide what is necessary to help to bring about some sense of civility and civilization and sanity, we've got to make sure that we are not getting brainwashed ourselves. I'm going to address both of those subjects during the course of today's broadcast. But I want to begin with, again, the corruption of 
politics. You know, it really doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of what's really wrong when I share the story that I'm about to communicate to you now. We're at a point where we're living in a post-fact era, in a post-truth era. See, it really doesn't matter what the facts are, what the truth is. What matters is the narrative. And the narrative trumps everything. And I do mean everything. It doesn't matter what sort of scientific truth you have, what observable facts you have. All of that needs to go if it doesn't line up with the narrative. I hope what I'm about ready to share with you just totally implodes the political campaign of this complete moron. I've always known this woman is not very smart at all. There's not a thing that commends her. And you know one of the things that's really sad about this? Is the way the media has propped this woman up. And again, I've said this before. One of the things that I find really insulting is the way the media holds up really, let's just say, uh, not-too-smart black people up as examples of people to venerate and to celebrate. And we can certainly do so much better. So much better. I'm referring to Stacey Abrams. Are you familiar with what she has said? This is just absolutely mind-boggling. So she was at an event at the Ray Charles Performing Arts Center in Atlanta. And we get to the subject of abortion. Now, you've seen legislation in certain parts of the country referred to as heartbeat legislation with the idea that the heart of the fetus is beating at six weeks old. And therefore, in some cases, that's the point where you cannot abort the baby. So how do you attack this particular idea? How do you continue to promote the systematic killing of babies? How do you counteract this? When laws like this are getting traction. Well, if you're Stacey Abrams, it's complete denial of science. I'm going to play for you what she had to say. It may be difficult to hear, but I will tell you exactly what she says. And then you're going to hear from a real medical doctor who's going to explain reality. Let's start first with Stacey Abrams and her response to the idea of a baby having a heartbeat at six weeks. Listen up. There is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. 
Yes, you heard what you just heard. Ms. Abrams claims this is a manufactured sound, an attempt by men to control women's bodies. You know, it just blows my mind how anybody could be so stupid. I mean, this isn't just ignorance, ladies and gentlemen. This is just plain stupidity. See, wonder, how many times, how many times have manufacturers duplicated this sound and put it into this little device so that it gives us this pretense of a heartbeat? I mean, I mean I'm, you can't make this up. But this is exactly what this woman believes. This is a manufactured sound with the goal of men controlling women's bodies. Mind-boggling. Coming up, you're going to hear the real science on this. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back on the broadcast over on the text line, response to some of the first comments I made on this broadcast today about the folks who came to our shores first to settle the country. Vince, I hate to start disagreeing with you first thing, but this country was settled by people who were fleeing a church that had gone corrupt in their eyes, specifically over Christmas. The religious freedom came a little bit later. When we realized that on the shores in this new land, we were blessed with freedom. And if we don't remember that blessing today, we are going to lose it. That we can certainly agree on. Do all Christians call people names like you? And do all Christians hate on their own race like you? (laughs) Nobody's hating on anybody. (laughs) All I'm doing is just calling out stupidity. What do you call this? Now, do you if you have a better way to describe this, I my phone line is open. Feel free to call me right now if you can give me a better word to describe Stacy Abrams. I mean, really. I, I'm wide open here for recommendations. The Ingalls Markets Talk Lines, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, Common Sense Retirement Planning, text line 71307. I'm serious. What else What else is this? Alan, I have Gastonia. I agree with you. Stacey Abrams. Oh, 
I'm going to edit his comments a little bit and say one of the dumbest black women that I know. This, see, this, this is the kind of thing that embarrasses me as a black man. When I see people like this held up as someone who's supposed to be smart. Gosh, some of you are really cruel. Skipping over this. Steve out of Indian Trail. I don't know whether to feel sorry for her stupidity or to be angry over her evil mind. That's what's even more mind-blowing to me is that people will actually argue over a heartbeat. As if it were what defines the baby's life. Either it's a sacred life at conception, or you can just abort the baby whenever you want because morals and responsibility are for fools. That's my opinion. And our friend is back with us again. Again, you attack black people. I don't believe in abortions. At the same time, Stacey Abrams has got blacks out to vote. But you haven't said a darn thing about it. Then you have the issue of Brett Favre taking money from welfare recipients, and you say nothing about it. Vincent, clearly show who and what you are about. Have a wonderful freaking weekend. (laughs) Who am I and what am I about? I'd love to hear this. And no, you aren't allowed to text because I'm not going to read it on the air. Call me. We can talk about it. Stacey Abrams, the kind of person that if you want to see if she's showing her ignorance, just see if her lips are moving. (laughs) Vince, it's mind-boggling this human can say this in public, let alone believe what she says. What's more frightening is that people believe her. What's happened to the U.S.? God save Georgia from this female, and God save the U.S. if she runs on a ticket with Newsom. Oh, let her run. Let her run with Newsom. Vince, smart, black or white, just smart people in general, general, are never held up or promoted by the left because they'd be too intelligent to shamelessly propagandize the left agenda. Yeah. Give Stacey Abrams a break. You can't expect somebody that doesn't have a heart to know what a heartbeat sounds like. Ooh. I think Georgia voters bought some of her crap last election, but numbers are showing they're less so this round. She needs to disappear. Well, we'll find out. This is crazy. Good morning, Vince. You are very much appreciated. I'm watching the Ken Burns series on the Holocaust. It's the most enlightening and depressing statement about humanity I've ever seen. What destroys my faith in humanity is our nature hasn't changed one bit with all that we've been given. Dean, I understand what you are saying. Fully understand it. And this is why, you know, to be honest with you, Dean, I don't put faith in humanity. My only faith is in my creator. Because I think we are, we are flawed people. And we are very deceived people. May God have mercy on us. This is an interesting text here. We found an envelope full of money. We're looking for the owner. Any suggestions on how to locate that person? Maybe an announcement on the radio? We'd like for them to name the bank envelope and city where it was lost, along with a rough amount of how much cash was in the envelope. Hmm. 
Intriguing. Very, very intriguing. Another text here. Hey, Vince. Let's see how consistent you are. How smart is Herschel Walker? You know, I haven't really followed Herschel Walker very much. I can tell you uh, there have been a number of big uh, mishaps there in that campaign, haven't there? I mean, I can tell you that. I mean, I've thought that plenty of times the last few months. A number of unforced errors in terms of how he has conducted his campaign. Um, Big errors there. I'm not going to defend that just because he's a Republican. I hope he prevails, certainly because he's running against a communist. But he certainly does need some um, some help. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Stacey Abrams believed the heartbeat sound in a woman's womb at six weeks of pregnancy is manufactured by men to control women's bodies. Yet I'm the crazy one for believing that climate change is a manufactured crisis to control us all. Ooh, that is a brilliant text. Brilliant text. Post-fact and post-truth keep beating this drum, Vince. The world needs to hear. That's exactly where we are. Exactly where we are. There are two kinds of intelligence in this world. The hard intelligence, which is earned through hard study and hard work. Then there's the lazy intelligence, comes from... Parenting, the hard-earned intelligence, and thinking of others. Yeah. Novel idea, isn't it? To think of others. We still haven't gotten to the brilliant observation from a doctor who explains what the, the real science is about this heartbeat issue. I promise I will get to it after the break because you do need to hear what she has to say. It's really intriguing. That's one of the things that I, I don't know about you. But I'm a learner. I enjoy learning. I really do. And I enjoy taking in information on things that um, are unfamiliar to me. And I hope I never lose that the rest of my life. You're going to hear from this doctor perspective on what's really taking place very early in pregnancy. And this texter still coming at me. Vincent, you hadn't followed Herschel Walker too closely. I'm calling BS and hypocrisy on that. Why? Do I have to follow every single race across the country? I'm not. I'm really not. (laughs) Stay with us. I love this text. <laughs> this is really good. Vince Stacy isn't wrong. The sound is manufactured. What she failed to explain, the sound is manufactured by the baby's heart. <laughs> that is really good. I want to play again what she actually had to say. This is Stacy Abrams making reference to the fetal heartbeat. Listen up. There is no such thing as a heartbeat that's 
it is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. By the way, one of the reasons this is under discussion is because of the Georgia law. The Living Infants Fairness and Equality Life Act, or heartbeat bill, bans abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected, sometimes as early as six weeks. The Georgia law includes exceptions for rapists and incest, as long as a police report is filed. It also allows for later abortions when the mother's life is at risk or a serious medical condition renders a fetus unviable. This law passed back in 2019. A federal judge ruled it unconstitutional, blocked it. Federal appeals court overturned the lower court's ruling, allowing the law to take effect July 20th. Now, here's something else you need to know about Ms. Abrams. She was pro-life until the age of 30. I wonder what happened. That's when she started considering a run for office. I, you, you see this pattern with so many politicians. As soon as they decide that they want votes, they start to pander. The truth, human lives be damned. This is all about politics. And at the end of the day, it's not just politics. It's about me. Me. I want power. And the promotion of killing babies is the way to get there. I will do it. That's what these folks are saying. So what is the truth about this matter? Well, let's listen to a real doctor. This is Dr. Nicole Sapphire explaining what that sound really is. What's going on in these young lives? Listen up. Well, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen on social media. I'm waiting for those warning signs for misinformation labeling because this was a flat-out lie. Mm -hmm. And facts matter, especially when you're talking to people and especially when, you know, you're in politics and you're wanting people's votes. I mean, unfortunately, people are going to believe what she has to say, but uh, I'm going to just deliver the truth and point out her law is a complete lie. So at about three weeks after gestation or after conception, the, hearts, uh, the, the cells of the heart, the myocardium, starts to rhythmically contract. So really, the heart starts beating at three weeks. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can start seeing the heartbeat five to six weeks after conception on the ultrasound, but that's only because it's so small and because of all the other structures are in the way with the pelvis. But that heart is contracting very easy. Early on, it is, it is not a conspiracy. It is not anything to do with what she's talking about. And I think that she needs to be held accountable for the lies that are coming out of her mouth. And I hope she's held accountable in November. I'm just going to be very blunt. I hope the woman gets her ass kicked at the polls. And I hope it's so ugly, so ugly, that even the Democrat news media will not try to prop this dingbat up anymore, on any stage. This is an insult. It really is. But I thought you ought to know. <laughs> because this is the way liberals work. It's not about facts. It's not about truth. It's not about science. It's about a political narrative. And let's see how many people are dumb enough to vote for this. Hopefully fewer after this utterance of hers. Let's talk about a broader issue. And this one really blew my mind when I saw this story. You know, you hear comments about how all politics is local. 
And the idea behind local government is to be closer to you and more in touch with reality, with your life, with sanity. But in one particular city, not so much, unless these folks have been appropriately brainwashed to the point where they're compliant with everything controlling government wants to do. Here's what's going on in San Francisco. San Francisco police will get real-time access to private cameras. Yes, I said private cameras. The Board of Supervisors voted for a trial run allowing police to monitor in real-time private surveillance cameras in certain circumstances, despite strong objections from civil liberties groups, alarmed by the potential impact of privacy. A privacy advocate who successfully passed legislation in 2019 to ban the use of facial recognition software by San Francisco police and other city departments said they worked hard to negotiate safeguards, including strict reporting requirements when live monitoring was used and if it improved safety. Aaron Peskin saying, I realize that it's an anthem at some. I'm willing to give it a try. Police use of private surveillance equipment was ramped up across the country as a way to deter and investigate crime. Most usage is voluntary, as it is in San Francisco, although a new ordinance in Houston mandates certain businesses, bars, nightclubs, and convenience stores to record outside their premises at all times and share footage with police when requested. In San Francisco, the new policy comes after years of a tumultuous pandemic, which footage of rampant shoplifting, brutal attacks on Asian-American seniors went viral, fueling a sense of unease and lawlessness. Now, police can only monitor live for up to 24 hours, and only in true emergencies where lives are at stake or in a specific criminal investigation. They can also monitor live at large or high-profile events to decide where to deploy officers. Permission must be received from the individual business and community district for access to their cameras. Only outdoor areas can be monitored. The trial period is 15 months, giving supervisors about a year's worth of data to review before they decide to extend the pilot program, tweak it, or kill it altogether. The ACLU of Northern California, among more than two dozen groups, called on supervisors to prohibit live surveillance except in emergencies, saying it would disproportionately impact African-Americans and other vulnerable communities. <sighs> Board President Shaman Walton, who is an African-American and voted against the legislation, said police already have the tools to request video footage from private citizens and make arrests. I thought the process is just trust us. Just trust the police department. Reality is people have been violating civil liberties since my ancestors were brought here from an entirely, completely different continent. Eee. Had to go there, huh? Well, they're going to test this thing. <laughs> Let's see how this goes out in San Fran. Stay with us.
Vince, it's amazing to me what people say or do for power or fortune. For the short time they're on this earth and give up eternity, they will be judged. Stacey Abrams does not believe she sh- what she said. She's like the famous evolutionary scientist, whose name I can't remember at the moment, who admitted they knew evolution was not true, but they were sticking with it anyway because the only alternative was God. God forbid. (laughs) I'm not going to share that one. You should be ashamed of yourself. Texter, you know who I'm referring to. Controversy brewing in Greenville County. Boy, this is just a picture, kind of a microcosm of what's going on all across the country. And it relates to this issue of, you know, what what should children be exposed to? What materials should they be exposed to? And when? What age? What's age appropriate? And who should make decisions on reading materials, that sort of thing? WYFF reports on this, at least an effort to research the subject of possibly making some books less accessible or not accessible at all without parental permission. For people on the other side of this issue, this is all about the First Amendment. Now, I want to make something very clear here. There are people out there who believe the First Amendment means that you should be able to expose anybody to anything and everything at any time. They think that's what that means. And they have no problem with children accessing porn, um, any, I mean, just any number of things. Things that many of us would look at and say, you know, this is not age appropriate. This is where some extremists, I don't know what else to call them, who will take the position that there should be no no restrictions on what children have access to. So this is the controversy. Now, what does all of this stem from? It was a resolution passed September 12th by the Greenville County GOP asking the council to consider this particular subject. Now, Councilman Joe Dill said, you know, this might be something worth looking into. And boy, that really got a firestorm going. He said, I I asked our legal people to take a look at it. And I don't even know if anything's ever going to be brought to the floor on this. But this is all some people needed to be off to the races. They showed up to address this issue and express their concerns. Here's just a sampling of some of the people. Um, Obviously, this first one is well-trained by mom and or dad. (laughs) But listen to those folks who are basically um, expressing dissent on the idea of restricting LGBTQ books in public libraries. Listen up. If you don't like a book, you don't have to read it. Whether it's proposed or not, not only wrong, but it's an embarrassment to Greenville County. I'm tired. I'm tired of being demonized. I'm tired of being silenced. I'm tired of being censored. 
Alrighty. Just a sampling of some folks that are really upset about this. And, and I'm curious, what do you think? Do you think this is going to go anywhere? Are you concerned about what children have access to? Parents, do you want your preteens to have access to LGBTQ books? That's the question. So much of this comes down to, again, parental involvement, parental permission, some type of parental filtering. And again, there are folks who have the view that um, children should be exposed to anything. Vince, you have ages for movies, but wait, you want a four-year-old to go into the library and pick up a less-than-desirable book? I think not. Hmm. What do you think about this? See, I I think this has always been a concern, and I'm just going to tell you, folks, this is going to become a hot... And you know it's going to be a huge campaign issue. By the way, did you notice Chuck Schumer's apparently taken legislation that codifies homosexual marriage off the table until after the election? Frankly, I'm kind of surprised because this is an issue that I'm sure they would love to embarrass a lot of Republicans with. But for whatever reason, they're postponing this. So... It will be interesting to see, once the elections are over, how this issue is re-engaged, how many Republicans actually vote in support of this kind of legislation. This texter says, I do not expect people in relationships that cannot produce children to care about children. Hmm. Just a sampling of the text line. Two very important subjects coming up after the break. The very foundation of what's going on in our churches and the crisis involving men. You do not want to miss these very important subjects in hour number two straight ahead. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.